Hey, welcome to Long Distance Sisters. I'm Tori. I'm McKenna. And I'm Serena. Come chat with us while we're far apart. Okay, let's get started. Welcome, welcome to the fourth episode. Wow, my gosh, fourth episode of Long Distance Sisters. I'm Tori. I'm McKenna. I'm Serena. And it is almost 2022. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, it's after 2022 by this point for this Yeah. But, oh, yeah, but for us. For us. Yeah. Christmas is in two days. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Our family Christmas isn't until next month. So yeah. it doesn't really feel like Christmas, at least not to me. Yeah. yeah, we're all separated. So this week we're going to talk about how college is gross and disgusting and all the things that we have witnessed while there, mostly Serena, but I guess my school's disgusting. I go to University of New Hampshire and I really like the school. I really not like to the... call them out, but <laughs> yeah, not to call them out, but they kind of nasty, I guess. I thought all big schools were like this. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. Share your experiences below. You can email us, you can leave a comment, but yeah, college is kind of gross. So I can start with my personal experiences. Well, there's a thing that happens when you come to college every fall semester. That's when you start. And it's just the yearly cold that everyone, most people get, I would say. It happens late September, early October. Everyone gets like sick for a week, pretty normal cold, wipes you out, you miss a few classes, whatever. It's pretty normal. So I've gotten that consistently every year it's okay I expect it now so you know I just I just got over mine yeah you're not in college (laughs) well I'm surrounded by a bunch of 20 somethings who don't know where they're gonna be in a year that's true that's exactly what college is (laughs) I can't say I ever got that cold but are you serious I only got sick like a few times in college and it was usually around Christmas Wow. Oh, I usually get sick like in October and then again. Mine sometime over the winter. Wow, interesting. I've lived in dorms all four years of college, so I've always been on top of other people, so I'm probably just more likely to get sick. Another thing that happens to me yearly is, so I go to my campus's gym, their recreation center, and they have signs everywhere warning about MRSA which is a more resistant type of staph infection, a bacteria you can get um, that can infect you. I'm not well versed in it, except in the pain. But it basically, if you don't clean your equipment after using it, uh, it can spread to other people. And if your skin isn't covered on the machines, like they recommend wearing full leggings without mesh and like shirts covering your whole body, but wants to do that you're at the gym I don't even like wearing like short sleeves at the gym I have to wear a tank top so yeah so every year I get staph infections which is really really disgusting and it must be coming from the gym and my skin just must be more sensitive because many other people don't get it but I remember my freshman year it was just like this red spot on my thigh and then just got like swollen and bigger and bigger and I was like oh my god what is this? And then eventually, I thought it was just like a inflamed, ingrown hair, because that's kind of what it looks like. But then, like this red circle started spreading and spreading and spreading, and I was like, ah. and then at one point, it opened, it like burst open, and it was like gushing blood, like co- constantly. 
And I was like, oh my God. And I went to our campus's health and wellness and I didn't have an appointment. So they were like, you didn't make an appointment. Why are you here? And I just showed like the attending nurse my leg and she was like, oh my God, <laughs> you need to go see a doctor. Uh, so I went and saw a doctor and he was like, oh wow. And I had like, I didn't have any band-aids. This is my first semester of college. I'm not prepared for anything. So I basically just had this like kit wrap around my leg type thing, like to keep it all in and whatever and apply pressure to it. But yeah, so he, the doctor helped like squeeze the pus and blood out a little more, which don't do on your own. And then I basically took antibiotics and had to apply like a heat compress to it to help get those fluids out of there. And yeah, and I still have a scar from it. And then I got two more that semester, but at that point I was like, well, I know how to deal with it. But it wasn't MRSA, thank goodness. MRSA is um, pretty resistant to um, antibiotics. It was just regular old staph infection, but I kept getting it and I get it every year. It's just a thing that happens now. Is the same wipe? spot, like hmm? the same spot reopens or you just- No, made... different spots, but I think it's on the same leg. Maybe it's- I, I wear shorts to the gym, like I'm not sure. Do you wipe down the equipment before you use it too? I, during the beginning of the semester when I'm more cautious, I do. Right now I don't, but always at the end I do. But um, you kind of, I mean, everyone's supposed to clean it after they use it, but they don't necessarily, or they might not do a good job. So then. I, I mean, I'm not sure if I always wipe down my equipment before. I definitely always did after, like, Yes. I would come in, grab a wipe, bring it around with me, and get a new one if it dried up. But yeah, I mean, I went to the gym a lot. My teammates went to the gym a lot because I was on, well, I went to University of Georgia, Southern SEC school, big school, big school, with a beautiful gym. And I was on the club competitive cheerleading team. And we all worked out at the gym a lot, like on our own time and for uh, team workouts. But yeah, none of us, as far as I know, ever got any kind of staph infection. And yeah. no one I ever heard about got it. Yeah, it's pretty gross. And I can see why people wouldn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I, don't, I just thought it was so interesting because my school had signs about staph infections all around the gym. Yeah, that's weird but, to me. Yeah, so I'm like, is, it, is, there, is this just like an area of outbreak? I don't know. Shower well after the gym and wipe down the equipment before you use it, guys. So what are the signs people should look for and what should they do if they think they have one? A staff. Uh, oh, well, I think, well, a good way to prevent it is, yes, cleaning the equipment before and after you use it. But I think not shaving my legs if I was going to the gym the next day or something is the best because, you know, if you shave your legs, you could be exposing those hair follicles to the bacteria or whatever. So I found that that really helped. But yeah, I guess the sign is it's just like an inflamed red spot, like with a little bump in it on your skin, and it'll just keep growing and <laughs> getting worse. Um, and it'll get bigger and like more swollen. It wasn't like huge or it was kind of like a big mosquito bite is what it looked like. And then, yeah, if you notice it, go to your school's health center or go to like an urgent care or even like a CVS that has a clinic around because really you just need to get antibiotics. So. Mm -hmm. so that was pretty gross. That goes on to the next infection, urinary tract infections. You can get them from a multitude of things. 
uh, having sex, wiping back to front instead of front to back, um, using products that are scented to clean um, the fajin. Mm-hmm. Uh, swimming pools. Swimming pools? Yeah. Oh, God. Peeing in swimming pools. <gasps> We're not safe anywhere. Oh, man. Yeah. Swimming pools. Or you can also get them if you stop the flow of urine while you're peeing a lot because it can cause backflow. And some people do that. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Is there physical therapy to help them do it if they can't help it? Stopping the flow of urine? Yeah. Yeah. See a pelvic floor physical therapist for all your <laughs> urinary needs. There we go, Tori. Take a shot, guys. <laughs> Including recurring UTIs because we can help you figure out why they're happening and how to stop them. I've only gotten a UTA twice in college, once my freshman year. I gave antibiotics for it, went away. Uh, and then I got one this year. And I thought, I remember getting like UTIs when I was a little kid. Like mom would come pick me up from school because I felt like I had to constantly go to the bathroom. And she would be like, oh yeah, I know what that is. And I would come home and she would, you know, give me water and sit me on the toilet for many hours. Which is not good, but um, that's what I didn't know was like a UTI. Um, oh, is that like when you sit down and like you feel like you have to keep peeing even though you don't? Yeah, even I think I had that when you lived in Australia too. Yeah, like it's you can yeah exactly. Um, uh, but the one I had this year because when we were kids it went away after like two three days. Mm-hmm. But okay, if I just drink tons of water and cranberry juice um, that has no sugar in it uh, because if it has if it's cranberry sh- juice with sugar then it's like not what you want to do like it's supposed to help like clean the walls or whatever of your urinary tract and I thought if I just like chugged water chugged cranberry juice I'd be able to get it to go away I did not get it to go away then I got put into quarantine which is my next story so I couldn't go see a doctor to get antibiotics but I had, I did like a teledoc appointment and I was like, I'm pretty sure I have urine. So I got antibiotics afterwards, but from having a UTI for a, such a prolonged amount of time, it irritated the area surrounding my like urethra bowl. Is that the right term? I never took human anatomy. Okay. Um, and so it still feels like that. And it's been two months or something. Um, but I just have to apply like an over-the-counter or a prescription, um, cortisone cream type thing. It's been two months and it, I'm still like facing the effects yeah. of it. And I switched all my soap and everything to non-scented and mm-hmm. so it's a pain, but it's also like when I go to the bathroom, just to pee, I wipe. And so that irritates it. And then I have to apply the cream. <sighs> Long story short, I need a bidet. <laughs> yeah, or we'll just get up and start pouring water one thing i heard you can do to prevent it and tori you can obviously correct me if this is wrong you should go to the bathroom 20 to 30 minutes after doing the deed oh you need to go to the if you have sex you need to go to the bathroom like right away yeah you should yeah go as soon as you can after. um that is you can cuddle after if you want <laughs> go to the bathroom first that is a way to prevent it, yeah, going to the bathroom. Yeah, basically, a UTI is going to feel like 
you have a high urgency to go to the bathroom often. Um, you may have itching or pain externally. You may have burning while you go to the bathroom, like while you pee. You may notice like irritation and redness and even little bump around your vaginal opening. All that can point to UTI. Um, and like we said, there's a lot of ways to get it. Basically, poor hygiene down there. So you're not wiping well enough or you're wiping back to front. Being exposed to a lot of moisture. So like in a swimming pool for an extended amount of time or wearing a wet bathing suit for a long time. Body fluids like from sex. Um, backflow of urine, so stopping the flow of urine or something causing your urine to go back into the urethra. So that could even be like if you leaked and got urine on your underwear and then kept wearing your underwear, that can lead to a UTI. Lots, lots, lots of things. And for a lot of people that get them often, you could definitely talk to a doctor or talk to a pelvic PT to try and figure out why you're getting them so often, if that's um, a worry. But they're pretty easy to manage. You pretty much just have to get the right antibiotics quickly. So again, going to like urgent care or doing a telehealth visit or going to CVS and doing like the minute clinic, you can get those antibiotics quickly. It's pretty easy to diagnose. So just stay on top of it. And yeah, mm -hmm. drink fluids so you can kind of flush the urinary tract. And cranberry juice is like kind of one of those old wives tales. There's research that says it helps, and there's research that says it does nothing, so it just doesn't hurt to try. Um, a lot of people take, like, cranberry supplements, too, if they get them a lot, so, yeah. And then the last reason why I'm gross in college <laughs> is I actually got COVID this semester. I tested positive for COVID, I think, uh, like, beginning of November, I started feeling symptoms, probably like November 1st or something. And my school does regular testing and they give us test kits and I submitted mine like a day or two earlier than the normal deadline just because I was like, I'm not feeling great. <laughs> like I feel like terrible. It was like your fever was breaking every single night for a week. After two days of that, I was like, I don't think this is normal cold. And so I was sick with just like a normal cold twice before that and I pretty much got it from going to a bar. It, it's the only place I can assume where I got it because it's the only place that I go where I don't wear a mask. Um, I wear a mask in all of my classes, walking around any building, going to the grocery store, going to the gym, always wearing a mask. And the only place you don't, well, the only place that nobody wears masks is at the bars. So I'm pretty sure that's where I got it from. And it was also bad. Our school does testing. COVID every other week, everyone has to submit a test on Thursday, every two weeks on the same day. And that week, it was Halloween weekend, of course. <laughs> so there was a lot more people out doing things, but it was also testing wasn't that week of Halloween weekend. It was the week after. Um, so if someone was positive and they didn't know and they went out, or if they even were sick and they still went out, then they spread it to a lot more people. So it was irresponsible of me for going to a bar and not wearing a mask. I am vaccinated. I wasn't boosted at that point, but now I am. I wouldn't say it's irresponsible. It's just, I mean, the risk you take. It, it is the risk you take. And the other sicknesses I got were from going to the bar. <laughs> so if I just know from now on, if I go to the bar, I haven't been back since Halloween, you're probably going to get sick. So make sure you don't have anything important going on within exactly. that. Yeah. <laughs> 
lucky for you, you know, you're young and you don't have a lot of health issues. So, you know, if you get it, it's not the end of the world and you're not, you're at school. So you're not really spreading it to anyone. Yeah. And um, I also know it was from the bar because I went with two of my roommates and two of my roommates were sick, but they actually tested negative for COVID and they got tested. They started feeling sick before I did. And I started feeling sick probably Tuesday. And they had both already tested and they're like, yeah, we're negative. And I was like, that was giving me hope that I was like, okay, there's no way. They both tested negative and they were out. Like what? They both still got sick. Like they were both still, they had the same symptoms that I did, except they didn't lose like taste or smell, but they were just as sick for as long uh, and had basically the same symptoms pretty much, which is so weird. And, but they tested negative. And I tested positive, and that was an experience. It, my, I mean, it could always be a false positive too, or yes, false it could, but it could still, yeah. But um, yeah, it was crazy. So I submitted my test, and I got a call, which I got a. So I submitted my test, I think Wednesday afternoon, like four p.m., and I didn't get a call from my school's health and wellness. It usually takes, if you submit it in the morning, you can usually get your results back by the end of that day. But I didn't hear from them until Friday morning, which is why I thought I was fine. Cause I was like, well, they would have called me already. Right. They would have called me Thursday night if I had something. But they ended up calling me Friday morning. It was like 8.30. I wasn't feeling good, but I was feeling better. And I was like, well, they didn't like call me. So I'm gonna get up and get ready for class. But they called me at 8.30 and I'm in my class at nine and they were like, hi, this is health and wellness you have an abnormal test result um, for COVID, which means they don't know if I'm positive or negative. Mm. So they were like, we need you to go back to health and wellness and get tested and immediately go into quarantine. And our school, they have a really great quarantine system where they set aside the suite-like dorms. So one dorm building, that's like a room and a bathroom included. Nobody was put into those this year in order to save them for quarantine in case there was a big outbreak. So they put me into quarantine housing and they're like, wait here and we'll get back to you by the end of the day. If you get a call, you've tested negative and you can immediately leave. Um, but if we don't call you, check your results on your computer that will email to you. And if it's positive, then you have to stay um, for a certain amount of days. And so I'm just there in this, like, it's like an old hotel room just, I didn't want to unpack anything just in case they called me later that day and they were like, yeah, you're good to go. Like everything's fine. And so I was just sitting there, like I had already submitted my other test and was just waiting. And they like gave you a whole bag of snacks as you came in. So I was just kind of like eating all the snacks being like, mm. I already emailed all my professors being like, yeah, I can't come to class today. I have to be COVID positive. Feel free to tell the class. But yeah, but then at around like eight or nine o'clock that night, I got an email that said I tested positive for COVID. I had to stay in quarantine housing. So quarantine in New Hampshire, at least, where I am, is 10 days. And it's 10 days from when you start feeling symptoms. And so since I had started feeling sick on Tuesday and it was currently Friday, I only had to stay in quarantine for a week. So I was allowed to leave um, the next Friday at 11.59 p.m was my checkout time um so yeah so I was just kind of like stuck in this dorm and I would get they would deliver meals to the floor that I like was staying on 
it was just like food from the dining hall and I was like oh not this again <laughs> not the dining hall food again but they were very organized they were very efficient in getting me there I'm very glad I had a place to go and my roommates didn't have to like live in a place with someone because one of my roommates was completely healthy she didn't go to the bars she wasn't sick or anything and I was like I really don't want the other two are sick but I really don't want to get her sick because I would just feel terrible but no, they're very efficient. I was very bored, but I had two exams coming up. Uh, so I wasn't like, I have nothing to do. I had plenty to do. <laughs> and yeah, and we were allowed, there was like a little outdoor area we could go into, but you weren't allowed to like go for walks down the street or anything like that. You had to, if you wanted to go outside, you had to stay within this like roped off outdoor area. I think on Tuesday, uh, they actually gave me a roommate. And um, it's a, it was a girl who was leaving the same day I was. So she got sick at the same time. And they do that just in case there's another outbreak. If there is another outbreak and they need the space, they don't want to put people who are like someone who's very newly sick and someone who's just about to be done. They don't want to put them in the same room together. And knowing my luck, if they had done that, I probably would have gotten sick again. Like <laughs> That's just how it works. So, but yeah, so they put me in a room with a girl. She ended up being my age. She lived in the same um, on-campus apartment as me. She was like, yeah, I got a room bars. <laughs> and I was like, all right, yep, there we go. And it was actually her birthday on Saturday. So we were getting out at 11.59 p.m. on Friday. And her birthday was that Saturday. So that was very, I was glad I got to be with her. And I was glad she got to get out before her birthday. But she was, yeah, she was really cool. It was nice to have someone to talk to. The worst part was just my nose was like congested for three weeks and the snot was like neon green and constant. Like it, it, like it wasn't like the traditional like, oh, runny nose. Blah, blah, blah. It was like blockage. You had to really blow it out. Eddie <laughs> <laughs> pot. Yeah. And I did lose my sense of smell. Um, no, I kind of lost my sense of taste like I was eating a fruit snacks and I couldn't taste the flavors so I thought oh. fruit snacks were just like gross <laughs> I was like why do people like these <laughs> well part of it's like you lose your sense of like part of the taste is smell very true but um and then I had fruit snacks like a week later and I was like oh these are actually delicious but I thought it was very funny. And I've lost my sense of smell when I've had a cold before. So like, this wasn't like that weird. Remember Tori, when we were in Salem and I had just been sick like a few weeks before and you were like putting like oils oh, on yeah. like, Can you smell this? Can you smell this? We're we went to like stuff. a tea shop and you couldn't smell any of it. Uh-uh. That was really funny though. Like, can you smell this? this? I think I could smell like eucalyptus or something. Yeah, like eucalyptus. something really strong. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've lost my sense of smell before, but I thought it was funny because um, when you show up to quarantine housing, they give you like a little package of snacks and then like things to just, the health and wellness gives you like a stress ball and a healing stone and um, yeah, and just a bunch of other things. But they also gave me like a little like, they give it to everyone, a little sachet of lavender for aromatherapy. And I was like, None of us can smell anything. <laughs> Why would you give us this? Um, but yeah, that's my COVID story. I got out. I still didn't feel great. Um, 
for like the next week or so, maybe a little longer. And I still felt very weird, like being out in public because I like still, I was still sick, but not to the point where I could like give it to anyone else. Um, But it it was very weird. (laughs) Definitely very weird. But everyone, like I thought everyone would be like, oh, you're so irresponsible. Like it's your fault. You're sick. But everyone was so kind. They were so like, oh my gosh, I hope you feel better. Let me know if you need anything. Like, like all my professors were like, like try to, you know, focus. Let me know if you need any help during this time. Like I'll have, you know, we can set up a Zoom meeting if you want to talk, especially my professors where I had exams um, that Friday. So um, everyone was really helpful. I very much appreciated it. And if anyone listening is planning to go to a bar, just know you might get sick. I stopped going to the bars. My roommates did not. Um, their choice. Um, they also both got the flu like <laughs> two weeks ago. And then my other roommate uh, got pink eye last week. So just know you're going to get, you might get sick. Like you're probably going to get sick. Speaking, I guess this is a good segue into me talking about bars. So I was a bartender um my fall semester my sophomore year of college through the um the covid outbreak in 2020 which was supposed to be my last well it was my last semester of college and yeah college bars are gross they are absolutely disgusting i worked at a pretty big one it was kind of popular for being a freshman bar and everyone's like, oh, this place is so lame, but then everyone also went there. So how can you have a freshman bar when um, freshmen aren't 21, usually? Well, we did have 18 plus <laughs> nights. Oh my God. But yeah, the mop water at the end of the night was always like a dark gray. It was disgusting. And... I would wear my hiking sneakers to work because they had cleats on the bottom. So it gave me a little extra elevation. So I didn't have to like step into any kind of puddles of Lord knows what. And the girls' bathrooms, um, most weekend nights, there would be like the toilets would all be clogged. So there'd be water that overflowed onto the floor and that would mix in with the vomit. So it would just be like a, a thin layer of water and vomit all across the floor, which is why I w- wore those elevated shoes. And like we would, I would constantly clean my station because I didn't want to be touching sticky stuff all the time. But there were other people when I would wipe down, like if I wiped down the entire bar top at the end of the night, ooh, it was sticky and I didn't know what I was touching. You know, it was very disgusting. And at the, I believe it was the beginning of every semester, they would try to do, schedule a deep clean. So the entire staff um, would come in for six hours and deep clean the bar. Clean up all the like liquid from the broken beer bottles and whatever else fell in there over the months. And we would take out those coolers too and clean down what was behind them and it, there was all kinds of grime and gross stuff. And we we were by far not the dirtiest bar in Athens. We were by far. And that 
also now leads me to fraternities. So I probably went to more frat parties before I joined a sorority. So I've been to a number of different fraternities around UGA's campus and all but one were disgusting. Like every, every, every surface is sticky, just like bars and you don't know what it is. Can't be sure it's alcohol. And it's just, you see, it's just, it just looks gross. It just looks not kept well. And, you know, there's a lot of overcrowding. So like a lot of spreading of germs. And I'm not a fan of crowds, so that already made me feel uncomfortable. And, you know, you share if you've ever, like, got a jungle juice or whatever you call those punch bowls, and everyone sticks, like, a straw in and takes a sip. Or you have those, like, bagged wine or whatever, and you, like, pass around the bagged wine and, like, drink from that. I never did that. But, yeah, other than... The grossness of college bars and fraternities. I say part of the reason a lot of people might get sick at college isn't just being surrounded by so many people, but sleep deprivation can hurt your immune system. So when you're staying up late or pulling an all-nighter to study or to party or whatever, you are increasing your chances of infection. So like, yeah, especially because you're out there, you're surrounded by people, you're touching germs, and then you get sleep deprived um, from staying out so late. It's not a very good combination. Yeah. Stress alone not- will decrease your or impair your immune system. So you're stressed mm-hmm. in college as well. <laughs> yeah. And the only, I got COVID from going to a bar, but outside of this semester, because most, most of my college experience has been COVID. So I am not a partier my freshman year when there was no COVID. I was not a partier. I greatly got sick just because I was exposed to these germs, yes, but not getting a lot of sleep, probably not eating right, being really stressed because I'm a new college student, you know. And then one more thing on my end, um, shared bathrooms, obviously wear your shower shoes. And then one thing my junior year RA told us is when you shower after you finish close the shower curtain because otherwise mold will start to grow in the creases so leave your shower curtain closed when you're done with your shower yeah definitely and on college bathrooms yeah they can get pretty gross my junior year I was in just a regular dorm and the toilets are automatic and People just assume that once you close the door, it's going to flush. They assume wrong. You need to check and make sure that that flushes. Because the amount of times I've gone in the bathroom until it hasn't been flushed, it's disgusting. It got to a point where someone had to tell the RA that, like, it was getting bad. And we got, like, our floor got written up. And then one time I went in the bathroom and every stall was not flushed and filled with nastiness. I mean, normal human bodily functions, but, like, nastiness. And I texted, like, our floors group chat, and I was like, I can't believe y'all made it to college and never learned how to flush. Like, I was like, I'm not here for this anymore. Watch and make sure the toilet flushes. You're dumb. Like, uh, Tori, do you have any gross college things? Not really. Not that I can think of. I mean, I agree. Any of my experience with 
frat houses has been pretty disgusting but um yeah no infections that I can remember (laughs) nothing like that of course you know bars are gross but and you were in a you were in a city whereas McKenna and I are on like college campus and there was plenty about the city that was gross yeah (laughs) but it had nothing to do with being college like yeah the alleyway of my building when I lived in the apartment and the rap king that lived there the rap king (laughs) (laughs) also we roommates can be gross too but we're planning on doing tackling roommates in this wholly different video because I've got some stories (laughs) yeah I mean roommates are roommates are gross family siblings are gross Corey and I shared a bathroom for many years. <laughs> we did have a mouse problem in my second dorm my sophomore year. We had a mouse. Really? That, and as far as we know, he just lived under the fridge. So we just left it at that. <laughs> um, I do have two more things to share. They did not happen to me, thank goodness. But this just shows college is gross. And if anyone is about to go to college, don't be stupid. <laughs> Yeah. um this is the side you never knew about going into college that no one ever yeah. warned you about so this is your warning <laughs> yeah so this this is a story I heard from my friend he's an RA of a freshman dorm and this happened this year the first weekend freshmen were on campus and basically one of his residents came up to him and was like I'm having like difficulty breathing my mouth really hurts and the RA who's my age he's a senior very responsible he's been an RA for like I think three years I think he was my RA last year too I think but so he's like okay open your mouth let me see and the kid's mouth is just like has sores like all over it and my friend is like um you have herpes uh tomorrow morning you're gonna go to health and wellness and get that checked out um and they're gonna tell you what to do but if you have been with anyone kissed anyone taken the same drink as someone this weekend like you need to go and let them know immediately because they could have it too and they could be spreading it more and more and more let me just say that these are freshmen and this is their first weekend at college and he was like but I've kissed like 14 girls in this building this weekend or something (laughs) something some like big number like that and so the RA was like okay like let's go where we need to go because he wanted to make sure he did it mm-hmm. like let's go and talk to all of these people and let them know that they've been exposed to herpes or they gave him herpes or they might be fine they might not have gotten it they might before. be before yeah they might be before he got it so who knows but still so if possibly 15 more or less cases of herpes in the first weekend in one dorm i i will say I, one time when I did make out with someone, I got, (laughs) I got strep throat from it. Um, And I texted the person, I was like, hey, like, just let you know, like, I got it. And he's like, oh yeah, I had it last week. And it's like, you didn't tell me that I might get it. Can we kiss anyone? (laughs) Yeah, no. Yes, people, be responsible. When you are sick. No matter what, I'm not talking COVID at all. Pre-pandemic, the same thing applied. If you are sick or were just sick, please do not 
go to frat parties or go to crowded college bars or kiss random people or do more things like please like be responsible adults you're in college like be an adult and don't even just don't go to work don't go to class if you're sick stay home like if you think you're if you can like stay home yeah if your boss if you're worried about your boss firing you because you're sick that is a problem you need to take up like your hr or something because not do that like even if they need a doctor's note get a doctor's note like yeah especially if you work in something customer service oriented where you're dealing Mm -hmm. with other people all day and not Mm -hmm. just like isolated at a desk or something it's nasty and one more thing this was like beyond stupid (laughs) this was in another freshman dorm um another story that i heard through the ra from the herpes situation um, but it wasn't his building, it was a different building. <sighs> in this freshman dorm, this was probably during like the first or second week of classes. And in like the lounge of this big freshman dorm, there was a student there who was giving people tattoos. Yeah. Yes. Giving people, he probably gave 30 people tattoos and he was changing, or I don't know if it was he. But the student who was giving the tattoos was changing out the needles between each person, but was not changing out the ink between each person. So the ink was still being like, you know, recycled and touching and whatever. I don't know how tattoo machines work, but still each person's blood was exposed to the same ink. Um, And we actually got a so this was happening and then RAs came and saw this and they shut it down. They're like, you can't just give people tattoos. Like what? You need like a license or something for that. Cause that's a serious thing. And we actually got an email like later that week or something saying that um, 30 plus students have gotten a bloodborne disease. And so it's assumed that those students all now have HIV or some type of bloodborne disease which that it's insane freshmen like first or second college and they now have HIV like that is just ridiculous and horrible like they don't know any better and that happens so just don't don't be stupid stupid. (laughs) please like oh my gosh yeah it's absolutely disgusting um, I don't know what happened to that student who was giving tattoos. Like, I don't know if they got in trouble or something. I'm not sure. My friend who was already told me this story, his, he said his friend got the first tattoo and does not have anything. So it was someone after him who, you have to be, you already have to have HIV in order to spread it, right? I think so, because it has to already be in your blood. It has to yeah, be in your blood. Okay, yeah. So it but was I just... think you can have like a low enough level to not be positive or something. Okay. I don't really know. Spread through blood. Horrible. Those poor kids. I feel so sorry for them. You know, like they just don't they didn't know any better, sadly. Um well they should have. They should have, but you know, I, I feel for them. If you're gonna get a tattoo in a dorm room, do a little research first. <laughs> yeah, but colleges really gross and it's not the same experience for everyone it's not gross for everyone Tori doesn't have that gross of an experience and you're like I mean, with um rodents I guess yeah but 
but and then McKenna's gross experience was just you know bathrooms and bars and rats and mine was personal uh <laughs> <laughs> no rats for me rodents yeah. the rodents and no rats I thought you said rats for me no rats. I said fr- <laughs> a rat there's probably rats there oh yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, but that's all just gross. If you have yeah. gross stories, please tell them. Um, yeah, tell us your gross stories. Oh my god, I want to know. I want to know. I don't want to know, know, but I want to know. <laughs> for sure. Like, it's just a nasty place. Like, people don't know how to clean up after themselves or how to dispose of food. They don't have parents telling them what to do. So, their rooms are a mess and, like, not just physically mess, like, literally disgusting and gross and messy like mold yeah all right should we do the quiz yeah yeah this week's quiz is which classic dorm food are you what time do you get up on the weekends eight to nine oh five to seven eight to nine ten or noon eight to nine for me eight to nine for me too it was like 10 a.m. in college, though. How would your friends describe Wait, Serena, what was your answer? I already said 8 to 9. Oh, you talked over her, McKenna. <laughs> How would your friends describe you? Busy, carefree, opinionated, or lively? I don't know. Yeah. Busy? I don't know. These are bad. Hmm. I guess lively. I would say carefree, like, because I think, I think they think I'm easygoing, so. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite meal of the day? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snack time? Breakfast. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. breakfast. Sorry, snacks. I like breakfast when I can take time to prepare it, but dinner mm. is my favorite just day-to-day. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. What's your dream job? CEO, surgeon, artist, or party planner? I mean, CEO of what? Like, CEO of my <laughs> physical therapy clinic? Because, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'll put CEO. I don't really want to be any of these other things. Yeah. <laughs> All I, right. I'd probably say surgeon, just because I like working in the vet room at mm-hmm. the Sea Turtle Center. What's your favorite school subject? Science, English, history, or math? I always like English. Yeah, which is why we were surprised when she switched to physical therapy. But um, science for me. Yeah, science. What do you do with your free time? Netflix? Get out on work? Work out or read? Unfortunately, I have to put Netflix. Yeah, I'm going to put Netflix. Working out. Okay. I think that's wrong. I got Easy Mac. (laughs) Go ahead, read it. Oh my gosh, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Mac and cheese. cheese, And we didn't even know that was an answer option. (laughs) Of course it is. Classic dorm meal. Read it out, Tori. You're very chill and like to just go with the flow. You like to live in the moment and live your life with purpose. <laughs> so you're easy, Mac. Ah. Uh, 
All right, go ahead, McKenna. I got peanut butter and jelly. Yum. Um, <laughs> you are a go-getter and seem to always be busy. You are very prompt and don't like to procrastinate. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> you like tradition and efficiency. Okay. I don't know about the prompt thing. <laughs> it took you 30 minutes to get ready for this meeting. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't just me. I was, like done, I was like done eating my pizza by the time you were ready. <laughs> Whatever. Serena. I got, I got pizza rolls. <laughs> you are the life of the party. You love to have a great time and radiate good vibes always. I don't know if I always radiate good vibes. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> and then going into the comments, I can see the fourth thing you could have gotten is ramen. Even though you can be a little salty and messy, you're full of spice and everything nice. <laughs> I think that's more accurate for me. Yeah. <laughs> is Easy Mac, you like to live in the moment because you just gotta like microwave real quick. <laughs> All right, well, that's this week's episode. College is nasty. Um, <laughs> just be prepared if you haven't gone yet and you're going, share experiences if you have gone. To college, that is. Get, get hand college. sanitizer carriers, like, to clip on, to attach to your backpack. Thank you guys for listening. Please, you know, rate us, like, subscribe. You can watch the video version on our YouTube channel. Um, or you can listen to it um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. And, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Everything Film. now, Apple, Google, everything. Very exciting. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, email us, comment, all the things. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's Long Distance Sisters. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes and leave a good review. And check out the video version on our YouTube channel. You can find all of our other social media information in the description. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.